0: Hello, Ethernauts. This is Double Deadline, your Ethernautica Game Master here. And we are back from the crazy holiday season. Just a bit of a short episode today to kind of get us back into the swing of things for the new year. As it stands, we're still kind of in between adventures with our characters after getting back from Lynn Woods. And uh, just kind of more of a social feel for this episode. Sort of more slice of life than anything else. But setting up some important plot elements for the upcoming adventure. So sit back, relax, and uh, get ready for some... uh, Some tabletop roleplay game shenanigans. As you recall, uh, last time, we were kind of going over general events of the day leading up until the dinner party. Uh, This is in that same day, going over events going right up to the start of the dinner party at Worthington Place in Boston. Murphy and Rose is heading over to talk to Hellcat Pauline. Yeah. And Daisuke is over there, and Sally is not, because she's gotten sick and tired of being ignored by people. She was literally sent away and told to go get drinks, honey.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm willing to make mistakes for the sake of drama. Daisuke is going to apologize
0: okay but are you still talking to but, hellcat while yeah. i don't want to have
1: this conversation because it's about my identity so i'm trying to ditch jeffrey
0: okay gregory are there people dancing can we dance no no one's dancing oh. this isn't that kind of party oh uh,
1: daisuke basically is just trying to have hush do hushed tones with her and says so you know i'm not a very good person right
2: <laughs> yeah i kind of figured
1: and i know that you are a very nice but mean person Okay. I mean that in all due respect.
0: Yeah. And she's like doing the wrap it up symbol with her hand, like get to the point.
1: Are we going to kill this guy or not?
0: Wait, which guy? I just got here.
1: The very rich Russian looking dude. The very rich Russian man who is infertile.
2: You mean the guy who's coming over to us now and is within earshot? That guy?
3: Yes, he's probably right behind me right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Mr. Hama. You know, it's not very advisable to kill someone of the Russian Empire.
0: I do that a lot, anyway. Do things that are inadvisable or kill members of the Russian Empire?
1: Honestly, I do not ask questions after they are dead. I am simply the person holding the knife.
0: Well, it's good to know you're a professional.
3: Yeah. You do realize the knife I gave you is probably worth more than anything you've ever owned, right? And it will buy
1: my horse a lot of nice things.
3: Yes, Wait. it was meant as a like friendship and like reaching out and saying, You don't need to kill me. I just know your last name because of Russian intelligence. Wait, we're killing someone? You're trying to kill me. I am not trying to kill you.
0: So if you say trying to kill me, Anastasia already has two daggers in her hand.
3: Oh, I figured she already did.
0: They came out again when you said that. They're in her hands now.
3: Otmina, Otmina. Um, and she puts it away. Yeah. Uh, just for future reference, Anastasia, from this point forward, if I'm talking to my, Talk to the <laughs> if I'm talking to my very uh, kill-friendly friend over here, he is not actually trying to. You're not actually trying to kill me, are you?
1: I look over at Rose. Yes. No.
2: She's shaking her head, like no, and she's exasperated.
1: The, the boss th- says no. Okay. And it's a now it's just a casual smile, and and then I look over to Hellcat, like I guess not.
3: <laughs> I Do- guess not. I turn to Felix, so they go. Does he ever creep you well out too?
4: Oh, the Chinaman? I, I don't know what he weird mannerisms those
3: people.
0: Uh, okay, okay By the way, Hellcat would have said, would have basically just thrown her hands up in the air and says
3: Well, I'm glad we got that settled I mean, I brought Miss Worthington over here to see her companion and talk to her Perhaps we should step away for a moment to allow them their own privacy She'll be over here waiting to go to speak to Miss Norton whenever you're ready
2: Okay
0: I will go
3: apologize to Sarri
0: So now the three of you are standing there, you, Hellcat, and Felix, and Hellcat is wearing a dress. So she's going to look at you, and she's going to say,
2: This wasn't my idea. Was it Gregory's? Uh, I was told to say no to that question. I understand. You look lovely. Is that a compliment you're willing to take from you? Sure. Okay.
0: Oh, by the way... (laughs) Felix says, leaning
4: over her shoulder. (laughs) Mr. Wellington is totally alright with this.
0: And Hellcat is glaring daggers at you at this moment, but also there's a slight look of confusion on her face, as if her face doesn't know whether to be confused or angry at this (laughs) point.
4: It's completely fine. I, I already went over with the, ma- the man.
0: Thank you, Mister Lee. Hellcat is holding up her hand in that particular way, where her hand is back on her wrist, like she really wants to, like, to pull her sword out. But she knows if she does, it'll ruin these gloves, and she's weighing. Killing him, ruining these gloves. Killing him.
4: All right, well, I'm gonna go mingle with these. By the way, you got nice legs.
0: And she looks down and she can't see her own legs. And she's like, uh, uh, Thank you.
1: Daisuke yeah. makes a circuit around and, like, just as a casual pass by, Daisuke will just walk, like, just in like a quick whisper as, as he's walking by to Hellcat, You look very beautiful, by the way. And then he disappears. Okay. And then he's like, off to go find Sally. Well, I'm sure is just glaring at him somewhere.
0: What are you doing to the lizard men? Conversation. Culture. Okay. So what are you saying? I I have a question. They're not responding to you. Uh, uh, seduction.
4: <laughs> yes, actually. I am going to seduce. Just grab him out of Kloaka. I need to know. <laughs> it's I you so my beautiful.
0: lizard men. <laughs> yeah. So weird. you approach Kloaka, the rainbow kid.
1: Oh, that's right. Here's what- <laughs>
3: I'll, I'll walk over too because I'm just curious. Okay.
1: <laughs> just like doing that thing where you back up a little closer just so you can yeah. hear. <laughs> I'm just curious what scales you know feel like. So just
0: okay, so these are fully clothed lizard lizard men at attention holding a uh, halbert. And the, even their hands are cut. They're not just, like, from the chin. Okay, so they don't have scales under their chin. What what
4: the fuck is it,
0: then? If they Imagine a gecko. So they have scales on the face and, like, the... Oh, on the face, wherever their scales are. So you're touching them. Yeah. Okay, so the lizard person, as soon as you reach up to touch Kloaka's face and beautiful rainbow scales, you suddenly find yourself grappled from behind, arms locking your arms, even though you have your guns in your hand.
4: Okay, it was all ruse. I was slight
0: of handing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> but your guns are out, so we got both hands full. Wait, I was drawing guns? You automatically have your guns out anytime you're grappled.
4: <laughs> oh, that's yes, sure. That's weird.
0: Anytime you're attacked in any way, your guns are somehow magically in your goddamn hands. Sure, yeah. But Klawaka is behind you right now, and is basically grappled you very successfully. In order to break out of this, you need to roll agility and strength against it. Or are you trying to talk your way out?
4: Then yeah, I'm gonna try to strength out of it. Come on, you dumb dice! That's right, I called you dumb.
3: Because you're not rolling to- You're not rolling good tonight! Wait, that's not bad, 12. Cool. I got an 18. You're not going anywhere. hot Atmena! Hot
0: okay, so they let you
3: go. Uh, by what were you thinking?
0: I just was curious
3: what a blizzard... You're not supposed to touch them. Technically, you're not even supposed to talk to them, although they're not much <laughs> of a conversationalist, if I'm being honest.
4: How, how do you tell them apart if they're a man or a woman? Their names? What, what do you mean?
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. I mean, are these all men? I don't feel comfortable with this, but no. <laughs> Or not. I'm not going to explain anatomy <laughs> to you. Did you take this in, like, uh, how do you say in the States, uh, high school or something? You should have <laughs> taken xenobiology. Um,
4: I was a special run, apparently, because <laughs> I told him I wasn't really good at school, so I didn't get the basics. So, uh, n- no?
3: Ah, perhaps I can get you a picture book. That's what you Americans like, right? Uh, More pictures and Sure, yeah. I, just, I
4: was just being
3: friendly. Okay.
0: Your guns are still out, by the way. <laughs> just as a courtesy,
3: could you put those away? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does it. It's like a twitch. You're all very strange. I'm going to grab Felix and Anastasia and my guards and head towards uh, Mrs. Norton and do an indicating nod to Rose. Indicating what? Follow me.
2: So, apparently, I have a number of uh, (laughs) job opportunities popping up at this party, so I have things to attend to. What are are your plans? I was hoping to look for the whiskey and then get shit-faced, and then probably embarrass and or irritate your mother a bit. Say there's wine, and there will be vodka with dinner. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Vodka's basically hooch from what I understand. There you go. I have to go meet with Mrs. Norton now. You're an acquaintance of Mrs. Norton, or do you just work for the society? Well, I've worked for her and the society both. To me, they're sort of one and the same in terms of employment. If Mrs. Norton is involved, though, then it's probably some sort of interplanetary business. How familiar are you with what the Russians are doing nowadays? I mean, I know as much as the next person. They have a colony on Venus, and a dinky little city on Mars. Don't know much else. Hmm. This one might help us find Margaret, though. Your friend who kind of messed up your laugh. Well, yeah, it's hard to say until I've talked to her. All signs point to yes, though. Fair enough. But, um, I, I, I think I have to go take these conversations. Be my guest. Will you be okay? Uh, I, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be fine with your brother and, uh, whoever,
0: uh, whatever. Is this mine? And starts drinking and looking around for something to entertain her in the meantime. Or get said shit-faced, which is also entertaining. So yeah,
3: she's good. So are we all in the room with Miss Norton? As you approach the reception parlor, Mrs.
0: Norton and Rilna have just exited into the vestibule. And they are conferring, and Rilna waves at Rose and is like, Oh, Rose! Rilna! I really hope you don't mind, but I need to leave.
2: Oh,
0: unfortunately. Like,
2: momentarily, will you be back before the party's over? No, I'm sorry. Okay.
0: So she ends up, like, nodding to Miss Norton, and then, with one of Mrs. Norton's
3: guards, departs. Can I give her a significant look as she leaves? Rilna? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I say, I know quite a bit about you already. She waves and says, (laughs) bye-bye. Goodbye. And then I turn to my guards and I say, Vuhu and uh it means execute and basically they usher everyone except for the main party and mrs norton and is miss mr worthington in the room
0: he's back in the entrance hall where the party is
3: happening and then i would turn to anastasia and i would say could you please go summon mr worthington for me
0: she bows and does thank you okay so it's mrs norton rose and you and felix and then soon to be Mr. Worthington. Yeah, I okay. Plot
4: question. Yes. Didn't she have like Martian bodyguards? She
0: does, but that there aren't be- any in the room at the moment. So now the four of you are in that room.
3: Has Mr. Worthington arrived yet?
0: He will arrive momentarily. Is there anything you wanted to say before he gets there?
3: So I know, Mrs. Norton, that you and I have been having our own conversations, and that you would like exclusive shipping from a moon colony.
5: Assuming the Russian Empire will establish one, which all indications point to yes, according to my contacts.
3: Yes. um, There are a few stipulations as to Martian involvement, but-
5: I am curious as to your own involvement, given that your captain is the sister of one of our biggest competitors at the moment.
3: Well, there are certain interesting things going on with our competitors.
5: Considering that he hasn't already died on the moon. Not yet. Miss Worthington. Rose will have- even if etiquette is kind of on that, she's been standing this entire time, taking a seat. Because <laughs> her foot. Was that recent? Was that the Linwoods incident?
2: Yes, I, I did get slightly
5: injured. I've had conflicting reports. I was wondering if perhaps later tonight you would inform me as to what exactly happened there.
3: You have conflicting reports,
5: huh? I am going to say a number of things happened there, but um, sure, we can discuss it. So yes, we would appreciate an exclusive shipping rights to the colony, as far as the foreign trade was concerned. This, of course, would not restrict Russian
3: trade in any way. Of course not, but I would uh, have to have a conversation with the Emperor about certain Martian dealings that you have.
5: You do realize that the United States holds very little sway over the Tojian court, my own holdings
3: completely aside. Oh, okay. Interesting. I would also would like to uh, renegotiate certain things about um, shipping to Venus, because I, in particular, don't like the results that are occurring in a shipping company that we're currently using. Things are lost. And we're losing rows. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Rose is just like, why am I here for this conversation? Anyway,
3: the conversation is about you because in order to cement this deal, Miss Norton and I have decided that it is vital that we first discover what has occurred during these missing expeditions. And therefore, as a collaboration between the Russian Empire and the Worthington Shipping Company, as well as Miss Norton and the Society, we have decided that the most agreeable decision was to have you along, because you are quite the adventurer.
2: Oh, your thing is connected.
3: Oh yes,
0: very much so. She gestures favorably to her Russian colleague.
3: (laughs) All of my intelligence reports, not conflicting, seem to indicate that your friend is involved in some sort of way.
2: Miss Fenfleet? Yes. I'll admit, I haven't been back very long. I only just realized she'd gone on the expedition.
3: Yes. So, to catch you up, a previous expedition had gone to the dark side of the (laughs) moon. And they went missing. Then, as Miss Van Fleet was already involved in that previous expedition, we had decided that between the two parties that were attempting to solve this issue in the first place, that we would send our most likely second runner-up candidate, Miss Van Fleet. And then she went missing too. So now, our only option is that I, myself... I'm going to figure out what happened with the full force of the Russian military, along with the person that is most connected to Miss Van Fleet, and should she ever be surrounded by lizardmen, might actually listen to and not shoot my lizardmen.
4: Wait, they're going to be lizard. I'm going <laughs> to probably need that picture book sooner. For <laughs>
0: There are books lining the walls. You want to keep and start looking for one?
4: Yeah, sure. I still got a vodka bottle in my hand.
0: <laughs> so the first failed expedition
2: was that one of these just like previous ones or was it specifically in a association
5: with the society and the russian empire to be fair we had minimal involvement in that one
3: yes it was more our fault
5: we have a superior product that will guarantee the vessel can land and take off successfully
3: it's true if only you had weapons to match it if only
2: forgive me i'm having a hard time piecing together the timeline each of you were talking about the first failed expedition was that before before the party left from New Jersey to go to Arizona, or was it after? It was before the trains left New Jersey. Okay, so this one that Miss Van Fleet went on was the one that, yeah. had my train arrived, we would have been on. Yes. Okay. I'm...
3: It has gone missing.
2: Yes, okay. I am on board now. All right.
5: I don't begrudge you being confused. The prefix missing has been since barred from official correspondences within the society. There have just been so many things going missing recently.
3: Well, it's so wonderful that it's barred within the society. My intelligence reports, however, are not so obfuscated. The societal reports are indicating that it, along with about 80 million other things, why why are you always losing things?
5: Because we are always pushing the boundaries of the known, fearlessly.
3: I don't necessarily like that sentence.
2: Uh, Mm, Rose is ignoring that one, too.
3: Basically, the (laughs) agreement is that should they cooperate with the Russian Federation, we will make inroads for the Worthington Shipping Company.
0: She literally kind of slumps a little on that one. She's like, And, and that's when your father arrives and says, I like that part of the conversation.
3: And should this be successful, we will get their ether propeller technology and be the only country on the planet that has access to said thing.
0: And Mrs. Norton turns as if thinking about this for a second and then turns back and says,
5: that is most agreeable. Excellent with the exception of the Society's own use of the technology, as well as its use by the Worthington Corporation.
3: Of course, because the Worthington Corporation would be involved. And should the Worthington Corporation allow any said technology to fall into, say, the United States, German, or Italian hands, it would be seen as an act of aggression against the Russian Empire. And responded to in kind, Mr. Worthington. I think that we can see, we can deal under those terms, yes. Excellent. So, Rose, I imagine you're very excited to find your friend.
2: Uh, anxious is probably the word I would use. I'm anxious oh, to find my I'm friend. I'm sorry,
3: I speak I, English, is not my first language.
2: Um, before I get on any vehicle that has been loaded by anyone on the society i would like to know exactly what's on said vehicle
3: they're not touching my vehicle okay they are not importing anything onto my ship because everything they put onto trains ships anything seems to fucking disappear
2: but didn't you say they're the ones with the technology that you need to land on they're the moon? giving
3: me the ether motor that is it
2: There's nothing biologically component to that?
3: No, my guards will be inspecting it. Isn't that right, Mrs. Nor-
5: This is correct. We will not be transporting anything for biological research.
3: Because that worked out so well for you in the past.
5: To be fair, the individual involved, had he not completely disappeared with his experiment, would have been strongly disciplined as a result of his flagrant disregard for our safety protocols.
3: So killed.
5: We wouldn't use that term exactly, but
3: disappeared.
5: Have Accurate. Have
3: starting to not like this deal.
2: Many of the <laughs> other train occupants made their way back.
5: One has.
0: And she leaves it at that and is smiling. She's she's a former stage actress. She's she's very comfortable with uncomfortable uh, silences. And who might
3: that person be?
5: A member of the Pinkertons.
3: Which Pinkerton?
5: Uh, I believe the young man was named Peter.
3: Okay. there are more
0: people named peter in this universe (laughs) and they all apparently have to die (laughs) careful i'm gonna give you that as a complication
3: um (laughs) killing people named peter so i will be taking my fleet which will all be equipped with these brand new machines and be inspected by my own captain
0: uh to be uh i was under the impression that uh, this is just out of out of character right now I was under the impression that you were just bringing your one main ship oh, and its support
3: did, so. ships. Yeah, but that's still considered a okay. fleet.
0: Fair enough. So, uh,
3: sorry, what was the question? So, my fleet will be equipped with this proper engineering technology. Yes.
5: Yes. Uh, we shall provide the three other propellers required one large enough for your flagship, and the others large enough for at least two of your support craft.
3: Okay, and one for the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, you, do you, do they even know about my bear yet? I don't think they do uh, The
0: I'm sure Mrs. Norton would know But no one else in the room yeah, would Yeah, because they didn't <laughs> enter
3: the yeah,
2: yeah, we were already in the house <laughs> um,
3: So is that agreeable?
2: What may I bring?
3: What would you like to bring?
2: Well, my equipment But may I also bring people with me?
3: As many as you would like my airship has plenty of room. We do drink vodka, I hope you don't have a problem with that.
2: I, I don't care. Uh, what would the time frame be?
3: Indeterminate.
0: So, no no telling if it's going to be two days or two years? Uh, Mrs. Norton will pipe in and say,
5: Well, consider that the expedition, well, at least our expedition, has been lost for only a matter of days, a little over a week, and that they only had a little under a month's worth of food on board assuming the entire expedition is still alive, we would suggest that sooner would be better than later. After all, at last examination, the moon is an airless, lifeless place. And therefore, even if the greenhouse on their ship is operational to provide them with unlimited air, they only have limited supplies in all other respects.
3: Well, I mean, we're leaving as soon as possible, as soon as our ships are equipped. But I I, I thought you meant...
2: Uh, time frame,
3: Of how long General, the expedition no, would No, I
2: wanted to know when we were going.
3: Oh, <laughs> I- I- immediately, if you would like. They're being equipped with the propellers as we speak. Wait, we're Mr. leaving now?
0: Mr. Worthington will pipe in, I'm assuming after the party. <laughs> and he'll lean into Rose and say... Your mother is already dealing with the fact that one of the guests have, has left early.
2: Father, it didn't stop me from contemplating the thought, but of course we would not leave before the party.
3: I appreciate that, Rose. Can you somehow get my my uh, darling Bezel inside your house? He deserves to be here at such a monumentous occasion. Who is who is Bezel? My polar bear. Wait, you got a bear? A pet polar bear. He's very adorable and very cuddly. Great to sleep on. Alive? Not not with. Uh, Yes, alive.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, by the way, Mr. Wellington, I'm going through your books here. Do you got a picture book of lizard
0: people? (laughs) (laughs) I have some anatomy books and some xenobiology books. Oh, thank God. I don't know where they are right now, but why?
4: I was just curious. I just I've just been fascinated on lizard people. How do you tell them apart? I
3: don't Not by touching them. People being awkward all at this, at this around this conversation. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, except for Mrs. Norton, she's just serenely smiling at this entire thing.
3: So, Mr. Worthington, Miss Norton, are we agreed?
5: I am agree.
0: And Mr. Uh, Worthington says, "I think I missed part of the conversation, but if it's uh, an agreement to the terms that we were talking about before, then I'm all for."
3: And. Sole exclusivity to shipping is what we are agreeing to as well, just so you're aware.
0: As far as... Lunar colonies and... As far as commercial companies, then yes. Yes. Not government. That's in your
3: bailiwick. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with that.
0: Your jurisdiction. Oh,
3: yes, of course. It's the Russian Empire.
0: Yes. We're looking for commercial and contract exclusivity.
3: Well, you have it with me.
0: And Mr... Worthington nods to that and puts his hand out.
3: Oh, you wish to shake. Isn't your. Uh, and like, uh, Daryl spits in his hand and heads it out. Uh, isn't that. Are you still wearing your gloves? No, I. Okay. My Wouldn't gloves.
0: Mr. Worthington be wearing gloves? Uh, no, not to do. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, he's hesitant for a minute, but then just
3: basically shrugs and shakes your hand. That is the American custom, yes?
0: Just in his most diplomatic fashion, he says, it's one custom.
3: You lied to me. <laughs> uh,
2: Father, was Mother aware of this arrangement?
0: Uh, He stops for a minute and thinks and then says,
3: yes.
2: Including my participation?
3: No. Oh. I needn't think that she be involved, to do you?
2: I just was wondering why she was just like, oh, let me introduce you to the Baron. I thought that was strange. interesting.
0: Is all. Thank you, Dad.
3: <laughs> and he's... he's just completely oblivious, isn't he?
0: Yeah, kind of. Like he's in, he's thinking about his new business transactions and things. <laughs> Ooh, money. <laughs> well, mostly it's because uh, Carlisle keeps beating him at cards. By the way, uh, are you climbing anything to look for books at this point? No, I don't,
4: I don't think there's a book here.
0: There is a giant globe, though.
4: Yeah, but... There's, there's no cloacas There's there. no lizard people okay. on the globe.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. It's the wrong globe. It's not a Venus. It's a Earth.
3: And Miss Norton, it's a pleasure doing business with you. Remember, keep all of your biological specimens outside of the Russian Empire. It would be greatly appreciated. Oh, and don't look too closely at a few things and... St. Petersburg, if you would.
5: Oh, St. Petersburg? Such a lovely city. Sadly, I haven't been in years. Nor, unfortunately, do I plan on going in the foreseeable future, dear Baron.
3: Just gonna walk away. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, Miss Worthington, whenever you are ready.
5: It's gonna
2: take at least a day or two for me to get my assets in order.
3: Well, if you would like to meet the polar bear... Um, you will.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's very kind. So, at this point, the uh, the gong has gone off, and people are being called into the dining room. And that's where I'm going to call it. Alright, so, this has been Ethernautica. I am, as always, your Game Master. You can follow me at double underscore deadline on Twitter. And today I'm
1: joined by Stylus. I am Stylus. I have been Dice Gay for this entire episode. Uh, you can catch me at Hey Laughing Boy on the Twitters. You can catch all of my other projects on SoundCloud on Novelty Stylus Gaming.
0: And Kelly.
2: Hi, this is Kelly. You can find me on Twitter at Kelly.
0: And of course, a special thanks to Mike, who joined us playing the role of Felix Lee. And also joining us today as a guest player was Murphy, playing the part of Wilson and Daryl Von Brokov. And also a very special thanks to our voice actors, Jackie, who was playing the role of Irene Norton, and to Emily, who was playing the role of Hellcat Pauline. All music used in this podcast were made by the very talented Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. All information and credits in the show notes. All right. And uh thank you for joining us all and you can also follow us at Ethernautica on Twitter. Bye bye.
2: Food coma to want to take Sorry. It's okay. Rose doesn't have to do anything, right? She's not important or integral we to the story to at all. We have to plan his death.
4: What? <laughs> like, I wasn't included on this plan yet.
3: Okay, I changed it, all right? I changed it. Tolerate Daryl.
0: <laughs> okay, so, where were we? Plane, you shut up.
3: Sorry, and you will see.
0: Well, I wanted to the
2: talk. The pure imagination.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: wanted to talk to Hellcat first. and okay. We did the. Is she okay? Like, sure, yeah. <laughs> so apparently.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> he started it.
2: Yeah, but you continued it. I couldn't say. stop. It's such a good song. <laughs> um, What was I saying?
0: So Willy Wonka arrived no. at the party and was announced. Fuck oh, oh, you. yes.
2: <laughs> okay. Rose stabs him. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: That one. Oh, she got aggressive for
2: us.
0: <laughs> Charlie sends his regards. <laughs> and for the listener, it is now canon that we assassinated Willy Wonka at this party. Who is this? Oh, sorry, that, that was in that was in the wrong voice. Uh,
3: who is who is Bezel? Mister Hanna He's not, not in the room. I'm not in the room. I want to
4: talk to Mister Hanna. Okay, okay, come on outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, having a conversation <laughs> with Kalaka.